Jaylee presents Jack in Jungle. Taking you from the city to the tropics. This is Jaylee. produces tracks for Sigala, Diplo, Mnek, Sigma, the list goes on, and wrote and produced Craig David's comeback single, which reached silver. He also co-produced Came Here For Love, which sold over 750,000 records. This platinum-selling artist is only on the surface of his incredible career thus far, and I cannot wait, wait to speak to him to discuss the future and how he got to where he is today. Taking you from the city to the tropics. This is Jaylee. Yo, yo, white nerd. <laughs> Long time. How have you been? We are recording this in the midst of the coronavirus, and we're probably coming out of the end of it now as listeners are listening to this. How has coronavirus affected you? And I always ask everyone what corona goals do you have planned after all of this is over? Yes, Jaylee. Long time. It is indeed. Well, it's good to um, go full circle and um, catch up again. Yeah, the corona, has it affected me? Um, not too bad, because I work from home anyway. I guess the only thing is is um, my tracks getting sent out to um, the PR companies and DJs, and um, they've not been able to send out my tracks to a lot of the DJs because basically they're not gigging, so that's kind of messed up a little bit so it's been more like hitting up the DJs doing the Mixcloud stuff Soundcloud thing such as yourself um, and mainly hitting up like Spotify playlists stuff like that I mean you've been keeping me entertained from your Instagram because you're releasing such good content at the moment and inspiring loads of the producers who can see the process of making tracks. Thank you for keeping my DJ tune strong. I noticed you dropped loads of remixes on DJ City and they're so DJ friendly. What inspired you to create music like this? As you do a lot of genres with artists, do you have a favorite genre? Yeah, I mean, I do a lot of house stuff, do a lot of dance. Not more like the EDM stuff, but more like in the house kind of thing. I don't know, there's just something about like the pianos and the bass and the 4-4, four, four. I just love it, man. I mean, I make a lot of genres, like you said, you know, pop to R&B to trap to garage. I just like make music I like, really, that's it, simple. I'm not trying to stay in any genre or do whatever, but in terms of me as an artist, I just love the house stuff. I just love DJing out. Something about the 4-4 four, four drums, man. In the club, man, oh, it's amazing. I mean, you all know yourself, like, playing out and that, but... 
Oh, it's amazing, man. And remixes, yeah, I do quite a lot of remixes and stuff. I just like messing about, getting a vocal, and just when I hear something, I hear a top band or I hear a track that's out, I just feel like, you know, oh, there's something in that I really like, and I just want to I think of a melody or something I could do differently, or something I'd want to do with that, or flip it around. That That's why I do remixes. It's just I can just do whatever I want, do you know what I mean? Um, it's just like a real freedom which I just love doing. I've always done remixes. I started that before I started actually making tracks and, you know, as a producer, um, remixes and bootlegs, they were my things. So, and I'll also just, it's a good way to get your name out for free. Like you said, getting it up in DJ City, get it up on SoundCloud. Yeah, I love it, man. Completely agree. I think that's the technique I've been doing for a few years as well. And it really does get your name out. So any big producers out there listening to this right now, that is such a good tip from White Nerd. Speaking of inspirations, I want you to tell me a song that inspired you to do what you're doing today and then we'll drop it on Jagged Jungle. Yeah, so a song we're going to play inspired me to do what I do now. I guess let's keep it in the house vibes. It's one of my favourite songs. It's got to be um, Nightcrawlers, the MK AM dub. Oh, it's just the way you flip that song, if you heard the original, I don't know if a lot of people have heard the original song which he remixed like it's literally god level genius it's just absolutely like when i hear it i'm just gobsmacked and it's been my favorite tune since i was little to be fair let's drop that one jaylee Please do learn, the light it's up to you. Please do learn, 
Up and that's bringing back memories. I just want to be in Ibiza right now. That is such a tune. In 2018, you took the plunge and focused on a solo project. And I noticed on Spotify, you've already dropped six new singles and it's only May. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking your solo career is going to jump through the roof this year. What else do you have up your sleeve for 2020? And is there anyone that you would love to collab with? Yeah, 2018, I signed to Freebeat Records at Universal. Got people like Sigma, Style OG, um, M22, Fuse ODG. Um, so they've had a lot of big acts on the stuff. And that was cool. We had a, a couple of tracks out with them. One I did with Becky Hill, one with BB Diamond, one with a Manchester artist called Tina. They were going really good, man. But I think it's just the wait in between was too long for me. I like to move quick and we was releasing songs just took too long, like six months in between. And this day and age, you need to have constant, constant tunes out. And it was just too slow for me. So I got out of the contract and decided to do it myself. So I set up my own label. And I'm going via my own label and releasing. I'm literally releasing one a month and just whenever I want, really. It's just, just about getting music out. That's why I got into music, was for people to hear it. So there's no point being signed to a label and no one's hearing your tunes. It's just daft. So, yeah, that's a problem, you know, a lot of people listening, if you are a producer and DJ or an artist, just be careful signing to a label because it's all great at the start, but, you know, you ultimately, depends what contract you have, you don't have control of when stuff's being released. It is really up to the label. 
and the budget and how much you're going to put into stuff so just really be careful and if you do go into a label or sign to them make sure you have some kind of schedule or x amount of releases that have to be released within the time period because there's nothing worse than being stuck to a label and you can't release music so yeah that's why i decided to go myself and i'm just loving it man being able to make my own songs we've not got no anr to tell me what to do what to change we don't like this one let's go with this one can you make a song like this person can you do this can you it's just i make the song i'm happy with it i'm done i get it out and uh, to be honest, I couldn't be happier because like I'm not on a label, to be honest, anymore. So I just got full control, it's amazing. So for 2020, what have I got on my sleeve? Just more releases. I've just been working with Armin Van Helden. Did one of his last singles called Give Me A Lovin'. Um, yeah, got a few other kind of tracks coming out with a few different artists. Again, not can't really say anything because I'm not signed off on <laughs> so I don't want to jinx anything. When it's confirmed, I'll let you know. Who would I like to collab with? Um, on a on a dance vibe. It'd be cool to do something like Meg the Stallion or like Namani on like a house type vibe. I think that'd be crazy. Or someone like Tanache or Danny Lee. That'd be ill. Just flipping it. That'd be really cool. Like to do something like that. Yeah, I think with Tanache, every time I drop like a house remix of hers, it goes off in the club. So that would be an incredible collab. I'd love to see that happen with you. Going into your discovery, you started creating tunes and releasing over a decade ago. How did you get into music? And do you have a favorite tune of yours you created? How did I get into music? Yeah, good question. I, I, I've just loved music since I was little, man. I was just a mad Michael Jackson fan. And I can't remember not ever not listening to music. That makes sense. Yeah, like, I just remember Michael being my idol when I was little. And then growing up, going into kind of like, in the night is like dance music, a lot of prodigy and stuff. And it was a lot of dance music coming out of Manchester at that time. A lot of jungle. So kind of when I got a little bit older, listened to that and then to garage music. A lot of garage up here, like in Manchester and Baseline, because there was a lot of Baseline was up made up north, like in Sheffield, that's where it kind of came from. So yeah, a lot of garage. Got into hip hop you know, when I was younger, around them times. Um, I just started playing the guitar and then I think someone just gave me a cracked version of Fruit Hoops when I was like, I spent about 14 or something like that, 13, maybe 14. I um, And yeah, I just started using that and I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I think I was actually making a drum loop once with an instrument. Don't, don't know, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, but, Literally, I was just like messing about and then I got the flow of it and then I just started copying people's beats, like I'd listen to a lot of DMX stuff and copy that or try and recreate a two-pack beat or a Dark Child beat or a Neptunes or a Timberland and I'd just copy and copy until I got that good at me copying. I started making my own type of tracks and I actually went to college when I, I mean, I left school because that was just rubbish. Left school and then went to college, did music. That was really good. I've just been doing it ever since, really. Obviously had jobs, you know, while I was doing it and then doing music at night and then working and jobs at night. Yeah, it was just one of them things, just buying bits of equipment when I got the money from work and then this bit and then building it up, building it up until, you know, people started taking me seriously and had a little bit of success and then moved down to London, got a publishing deal, 
after like a year of just non-stop working, working sessions and studios and that was around the time I worked with, with you, around when I come down to London and yeah, just for that man, it's just it's just a progress, it took, it took a long time to get into the industry to, you know, having top tens and so it takes a long time, we've got to have patience and thick skin because there's a lot of rejection so yeah that's how i got into it man just from early age just music constant music every type of music and obsessed with it and to to playing the guitar to piano to going on fruity loops and moving to cubase and then to logic so yeah that's how i got into it do you know what i mean it was just a gradual thing just a love of music that's it just no other just from loving music favorite tune of mine which i've made it's a tough one because I kind of make them move on and forget about them. But I guess I really like bassline drops because I got to work with Craig and I was a massive Craig fan. And he's, he's a genius in, in the studio, man. Like, the way he ad-libs and top lines is, is crazy. So um, to do bassline drops with him was crazy. And also it was funny because we actually forgot about the song. It was on my hard drive for about six months and I didn't play it to anyone. It was accidentally I played it to someone. Um, the management when we was in a session I actually pressed play by accident and I was, didn't mean to and it was that song and then they heard it and was like oh yeah we like this ended up being the single and you know brought his career back so luckily I pressed that space bar but um, yeah I guess it would be that because you know I really I like I love the chords and stuff on that because they're real kind of like the R&B vibe I'm Big Nasty and I love Big Nasty as well so yeah, I'd probably say this is one of my favourites. Do you know what I mean? That I've made. And I'm proud of it because it was just made for a vibe. It wasn't trying to do anything. It was just it was just having a good time in the studio. So, yeah. Craig David and Big Nasty. Uh, when the bass line drops. Taking you from the city to the tropics. This is Jaylee. <laughs> Feels good around here. Craig David. All my ladies. Big nasty. Yeah, it's about to go down. Ladies. Ladies. That's Gary sound. Cause if you're my waver. Getting faded, faded, faded. Cause if you're my waver. I know you waited, waited. This one's going out. My people locked in Turn your speakers up Cause right now we're going in Bringing you them back Ready for the weekend It don't matter where you are As long as you're here for me mm-hmm. You will never have Never have nothing like this But I listen I thought the ones you're gonna miss And I ain't even guessing you you will never have, never have nothing like this Better listen up for the what you're gonna miss When the baseline drops, you know what to do When the baseline drops, you know what to do Going out to all of my DJs
emotional moment when I first realized it was you I was like why not we did the single with him I'm so proud <laughs> so now we're going into the knitting gritty part of the interview let's talk about tech what software do you like to use do you have a favorite and I ask every producer this any tips for the fellow producer listening yeah so software I use logic on my I've got a MacBook and um that's what I use. I've used that for like ten years now. Um, it's just what I'm it's just what I'm used to using. Um, but like I say with everyone, there's no right or wrong with how you make music. It's just whatever's good for you, to be honest. Because I remember making tunes on Fruity Loops back in the day, and I was they were sounding better than some people. And I go into the studios, and they had thousands, thousands of pounds worth of equipment. But if you can't use the equipment, you know. There's no point having it. It's it's what you do with it. So just just whatever you feel comfortable with working with, you know, could be Reason, Fruity Loops, Logic, Keybase, literally anything. As long as as long as you're happy with it and you want to use it, stick to it. Don't let anyone ever say, oh, that's not like the professional thing. Like, so I've heard that like kind of going around. Um, people get a bit snobbish and looking at certain software and stuff like that but it's just all rubbish really so what um plugins and stuff do i use i use native instruments um nexus 2 omnisphere you know massive which are part of the native instrument stuff silent i use a lot of the output stuff which is it's an amazing plugin called arcade which has loads of different types of plugins that's like a next level i would suggest people have a look at that and then I also have got a 
program called Splice, which has lots of samples and stuff, and you pay monthly for that. It's like a subscription, and that's amazing. I suggest if anyone hasn't got that, definitely go and be a subscriber. I guess that would be one of my tips. And just make music, just make your own vibe of music. Don't try and make a tune. I know it sounds a bit cliche now, but don't try and make a tune, copy a tune that was out last week, or try and just listening to like what the A&Rs want you to make. So they'll say, oh, we need a song like da 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 da, and someone will make a song which doesn't sound anything like that, and then they'll always pick that one because they just think in the box most of the time. Just literally just make music and be as creative as you can be. And it's, there's nothing wrong with listening to tunes which are in the top 40 or whatever and getting inspired. That's, you know, I do. But just don't, don't copy for copy because, you know, that's the worst thing you can do. There's nothing wrong, like I said, being inspired by people and a vibe. Just do you, do you know what I mean? And don't listen to anyone that says, oh, that, that doesn't sound like what's going on or whatever. As long as you're happy with doing it and it makes you feel good, that's the main thing so yeah it's definitely my tip I love that be your own artist and it will really show who you are don't try and be anybody else and don't copy it I think that's a really really nice tip so I think since we've produced this show you've already released like two new records but during the time of making this, you just dropped a single, Tell Me It's Real. It's a remake of the 1999 classic by Casey and Jojo. How did you end up collaborating with Lorne and what made you choose the song? Yeah, so I remade the Casey and Jojo, Tell Me It's Real, because that was my favorite courage track back in the day, the remix. I just loved it. It was just, just everything about it was perfect. The production, the vocal chops, and the way it oh, was just amazing. So I just wanted to redo it in my vibe with a house house vibe. And I've known Lauren for a while, and his voice is amazing. And Harmony is like, phew, he's crazy, like gospel voice. So yeah, that it was just it was just a childhood favorite garage track of mine. Like I loved it. I was a big fan of Casey and Jojo anyway, but. I was just like, I need to do this tune because it's my favourite. Even just for myself, I wasn't even like that bothered about, you know, even if I just did it and got it out, just my own satisfaction, I was just happy with it. So, um, so yeah, that's what made me do it. It's just a childhood classic of mine. Yeah, I think that's so true. I think like when we're creating tracks, when we do remakes, it's more for our childhood selves being like, this is something that I always loved. It's one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing today. And it's kind of like a tribute tune to say, oh, thanks for kind of guiding me to be able to do music as a career, you know? You're not doing it for the likes to hit the charts, you're doing it because it's you as an artist and it's really feeding into your soul as an artist and that's really special, I think. But it's such a banger, I'm sure we're gonna hear it in some of your sets soon. Are you planning on going on tour? Because I think with the amount of music that you've created, you could play about a five hour show with the amount of material and that's one unique show yeah obviously everything's been a bit crazy with the whole corona thing so but yeah i'm gonna be doing stuff i'm literally just more focusing on getting the tracks out and building and building um so yeah that's where i'm at but yeah i can't wait to get back djing and stuff and festivals and any hidden talents we're gonna see in 2020 um <laughs> good one it's not really a hidden talent, but I do a lot of all my artwork and everything I do and all my social media stuff. I do a lot of kind of um, like editing video stuff and um, all that kind of stuff like what I've, not a video director would do, but 
more like a, a graphic designer and kind of like um so I'm getting more and more into that for the, the past like year yeah and I would probably say that's my weakness as well I'm a bit of a control freak <laughs> just because I like everything done to a certain standard and just sometimes I've had people do it and it, I've waited and waited to see the result and then it's, I've not been happy with it and I just think oh, I can do this myself and that's a weakness in itself because I end up doing too much taking too much on and then I'm not doing other stuff I should be doing in that time but you know I guess when I find the right little team of kind of social media graphic designers etc then you know that'd be great so if there is anyone <laughs> um, that's great at doing all that to a really good standard then yeah defo holler at me on my insta or dms yeah i wish i wasn't a control freak as much as i was <laughs> so yeah that's probably my strength and weakness i don't think that's a bad thing i think that's kind of endearing and cute and it's quite funny because I was having the same conversation with Ben Rainey. He's the same. He creates all his graphics. I think when you have a track and you've done the track and you visualize the album artwork, for instance, you're going to always go, I can see it like this. And then you bring somebody on board and they completely pull out something, not your vibe. And you're just like, what? No, you're just not getting it. So I can understand like the hesitation there. And then you kind of go, oh, I think I'm just going to do it myself. I'm really bad on uh, Photoshop though. Thank God for Canva. <laughs> Last and not least, we're going to leave it here, White Nerd. And before we drop Casey and Jojo, keep up with the dope flashbacks of your voice recordings on Instagram. I love them. And is there anything that you'd like to add to close off the interview? Yeah, thanks, man. I'm glad you liked the little Instagram unreleased demo stuff I've been releasing with people. It's just good because, you know, obviously the labels decide what artists and stuff are putting out and there's a lot of music on producers and DJs hard drives which is a lot better than the music being released so anything to add no not really man it's been great chatting thanks so much good to really catch up man and you're smashing it I'm really proud of you you're inspiring me so thank you very much we could play the, um, the new single so thanks very much Jaylee um, been amazing and keep smashing it taking you from the city to the tropics this is Jaylee. Tell me it's real This feeling that we feel Tell me that it's real Don't let love come and just To pass us by Baby, you told me that you love me And you'd never leave my
That's when you came along and showed me happiness. Baby, you are the best. I think you're different from the rest. to the tropics this is Jalen. big shout out to white nerd tuning in for jagged jungle well that's it from me for this week's episode thank you so much for supporting me it honestly means the world i can't express how much i've appreciated your likes shares and comments on my music it makes it all worthwhile inspired by the love from the community if you liked what you heard today on jagged jungle like, comment and share with friends and invite them to escape to my Jagged Jungle, sharing special interviews with respected global and underground DJs, stems to my music so we can truly collaborate and for showing such incredible support over the years, unique online discount codes for brands we know and love. I feel blessed to share these important moments with you, so thank you for subscribing. Love, Jaylee.